Chapter Forty Six of Ancient Tales and Folklore of Japan. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Ancient Tales and Folklore of Japan by Richard Gordon Smith the princess peony many years ago at gamogun in the province of omi was a castle called adzuchi no shiro it was a magnificent old place surrounded by walls and a moat filled with lotus lilies the feudal lord was a very brave and wealthy man yuki naizen no jo his wife had been dead for some years he had no son but he had a beautiful daughter aged eighteen who for some reason which is not quite clear to me was given the title of princess for a considerable period there had been peace and quiet in the land the feudal lords were on the best of terms and every one was happy amid these circumstances lord naizen no jo perceived that there was a good opportunity to find a husband for his daughter princess aya and after a time the second son of the lord of ako of harima province was selected to the satisfaction of both fathers the affair having little to do with the principles lord ako's son had viewed his bride with approval and she him one may say that young people are bound to approve each other when it is the parents wish that they be united many suicides result from this princess aya made her mind up to try and love her prospective husband she saw nothing of him but she thought of him and talked of him one evening when princess aya was walking in the magnificent gardens by the moonlight accompanied by her maids in waiting she wandered down through her favorite peony bed to the pond where she loved to gaze at her reflection on the nights of the full moon to listen to frogs and to watch the fireflies when nearing the pond her foot slipped and she would have fallen into the water had it not been that a young man appeared as if by magic and caught her he disappeared as soon as he put her on her feet again the maids of honor saw her slip they saw a glimmer of light and that was all but princess aya had seen more she had seen the handsomest young man she could imagine twenty-one years old she said to osado san her favorite maid he must have been a samurai of the highest order his dress was covered with my favorite peonies and his swords were richly mounted oh that i could have seen him a minute longer to thank him for saving me from the water 
who can he be and how could he have got into our garden through all the guards so spoke the princess to her maids directing them at the same time that they were to say a word to no one for fear that her father should hear find the young man and behead him for trespass after this evening princess aya fell sick she could not eat or sleep and turned pale the day for her marriage with the young lord of aku came and went without the event she was far too sick for that the best of the doctors had been sent from kyoto which was then the capital but none of them had been able to do anything and the maid grew thinner and thinner as a last resort the lord nizen no jo her father sent for her most confidential maid and friend o sadayo and demanded if she could give any reason for his daughter's mysterious sickness had she a secret lover had she a particular dislike for her betrothed sir said o sadayo i do not like to tell secrets but here it seems my duty to your lordship's daughter as well as to your lordship some three weeks ago when the moon was at its full we were walking in the peony beds down near the pond where the princess loves to be she stumbled and nearly fell into the water when a strange thing happened in an instant a most beautiful young samurai appeared and held her up thus preventing her from falling into the pond we could all see the glimmer of him but your daughter and i saw him most distinctly before your daughter could thank him he had disappeared none of us could understand how it was possible for a man to get into the gardens of the princess for the gates of the castle are guarded on all sides and the princess's garden is so much better guarded than the rest that it seems truly incredible that a man could get in we maids were asked to say nothing for fear of your lordship's anger since that evening it is that our beloved princess aya has been sick sir it is sickness of the heart she is deeply in love with the young samurai she saw for so brief a space indeed my lord there never was such a handsome man in the world before and if we cannot find him the young princess i fear will die how is it possible for a man to get into the grounds said lord yuki nazan no jo people say foxes and badgers assume the figures of men sometimes but even so it is possible for such supernatural beings to enter my castle grounds guarded as it is at every opening that evening the poor princess was more wearily unhappy than ever before thinking to enliven her a little the maid sent for a celebrated player on the biwa called yashika kenjo 
the weather being hot they were sitting on the gallery and gawa and while the musician was playing danarora there appeared suddenly from behind the peonies the same handsome young samurai he was visible to all this time even to the peonies embroidered on his dress there he is there he is they cried at which he instantly disappeared again the princess was highly excited and seemed more lively than she had been for days the old daimo grew more puzzled than ever when he heard of it next night while two of the maids were playing for their mistress o ye san the flute and o yakumo the koto the figure of the young man appeared again a thorough search having been made during the day in the immense peony beds was absolutely no result not even the sign of a footmark the thing was increasingly strange a consultation was held and it was decided by the lord of the castle to invite a veteran officer of great strength and renown maki higo to capture the youth should he appear that evening maki higo readily consented and at the appointed time dressed in black and consequently invisible concealed himself among the peonies music seemed to have a fascination for the young samurai it was while music was being played that he made his appearances consequently oye and yukumo resumed their concert while all gazed eagerly towards the peony beds as the ladies played a piece called sofurin there sure enough arose the figure of a young samurai dressed magnificently in clothes which were covered with embroidered peonies everyone gazed at him and wondered why maki hugo did not jump up and catch him the fact was that maki hugo was so much astonished by the noble bearing of the youth that at first he did not like to touch him recovering himself and thinking of his duty to his lord he stealthily approached the young man and seizing him round the waist held him tight after a few seconds maki hiogo felt a kind of wet steam falling on his face by degrees it made him faint and he fell to the ground still grasping the young samurai for he had made up his mind that he would secure him every one had seen the scuffle and some of the guards came hurrying to the place just as they reached the spot maki hugo came to his senses and shouted come gentlemen i have caught him come and see but on looking at what he held in his arms he discovered it to be only a large peony by this time the lord nasin no jo had arrived at the spot where maki hugo lay and so had the princess aiwa and her maids
all were astonished and mystified except the daimo himself who said ah it is as i said no fox or badger spirit could pass our guards and get into this garden it is the spirit of the peony flower that took the form of a prince turning to his daughter and her maids he said you must take this as a compliment and pay great respect to the peony and show the one caught by maki hugo kindness as well by taking care of it the princess aya carried the flower back to her room where she put it in a vase of water and placed it near her pillow she felt as if she had her sweetheart with her day by day she got better she tended the peony herself and strange to say the flower seemed to get stronger and stronger instead of fading at last the princess recovered she became radiantly beautiful while the peony continued to remain in perfect bloom showing no sign of dying the princess Aya being now perfectly well her father could no longer put off the wedding consequently some days later the lord of akko and his family arrived at the castle and his second son was married to the princess as soon as the wedding was over the peony was found still in its vase but dead and withered the villagers always after this instead of speaking of the princess Aya or Aya himi called her botan himi or peony princess end of chapter forty six recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c